Today's kernel is going out to Felipe, who hopped in on a little debate I was having on Instagram on whether or not cocktail shrimp is a fancy snack. If you have any thoughts on this, please feel free to weigh in. But Felipe, I just wanted to give you a quick shout out here on the show, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. I used to mention this a lot more on the podcast before, but I host another podcast called This Is Awkward. Uh, It's a show that I host alongside my co-host, Allison Baggerly of Inspired Budget. You've probably heard her here on the podcast several times before in the past. This is a, a unique show where we take listener calls and stories that they submit to us about the awkward money situations that they're dealing with. Because one of the things that I've learned over doing popcorn finance for all these years is that we all deal with really awkward and difficult money situations. And sometimes you just want to hear from other people who are also dealing with these situations and how they get through it. Because oftentimes we doubt the way that we're handling these situations. So that's why we created this podcast. And I thought it would be really fun to share with you all uh, one of our more recent episodes where we tackle a, a submission that was sent in to us from someone who lent money to a friend and it is not going well. So I'm going to play a clip from that episode for you all here. I hope you enjoy and I'll I'll join you all at the end of that clip. My best friend borrowed $3,000 for me to cover funeral costs for her mom in October, 2010. My friend has battled depression and a string of financial issues since then. Over the years, I've waited patiently for the opportunity to ask for repayment, but she's always dealing with some sort of financial issue. Last year, she lost everything in an apartment fire. She doesn't mention the loan. I don't know if she's forgotten. I'd like my money back. My own financial situation is not the same as it was 10 years ago when I gave it to her. My husband says the statute of limitation has run out, and I (laughs) disagree. How would you handle the situation? Oh, man. This... This is tough. And I, I don't want to just cut this situation off like, right at the beginning and just be like, I think you need to let it go. But mm-hmm. I think you might have to let this one go because, I mean, $3,000 is a lot of money. That is, not, is. An ins- that's not an insignificant amount of money no. by any means whatsoever. But I think the level of awkwardness of approaching this conversation mm-hmm. would not be worth it. Because I think if this friend was ever going to give you this money back... They would have given it back to you by now. Yeah. And, you know, my heart, I'm like, a, am a two. So I don't know if you follow Enneagram, Chris, at all. I was, was going to say, don't be, say, don't be so mean to yourself. Calling <laughs> what? what did you think? Like, 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 like you're a two, two out of ten. ten. <laughs> you're like, Allison, you're at least a solid four. Come on. Give yourself some credit. In the right no. light, Allison, at least a four. <laughs> oh, be quiet. You're such a jerk. No. Okay. So I'm a two on the Enneagram. So I'm, I'm the helper, right? I would immediately want to help and I don't necessarily ask for help back or I don't ask for anything in, in return. So for me, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, w- I wouldn't ask for the money back because I'm thinking, what what is the purpose that you gave this money for? You did not mm. give her this money to go on this crazy, unique, amazing trip. You didn't give her this money to you know, invest in something that was really stupid. It was for her mom's funeral. Yeah. And so that right there, like number one, funeral costs are like wildly expensive. They are, they are. And unfortunately, not everyone is prepared 
when they when they die, sometimes we leave our family in a in a tough situation where the funeral costs, people are going into debt to cover funeral costs. But it just sounds like this friend has had a tough go about in the past 11 years. However, I don't I don't necessarily think that's like a we should automatically say, oh, poor this person. I don't want to like enable this person like this codependency. We don't need this codependency. Mm. So I would say, number yeah. one, create boundaries that maybe we don't loan money to her again. And then also the person that wrote in seems to, she wants the money back. Yeah, yeah. So I think right now, like make a decision. Are you going to ask for it back? Or are you going to let it go? Like choose one and pick a path and go with it. Yeah. And as a thing, like what you're saying about the fact that you got to just pick your path with this one. And mm-hmm. it was for something difficult. Like this, when someone's dealing with trauma like that, like a funeral, mm-hmm. someone, a death in the family, your mind's not in the right place. Yeah, she she may it may have just completely slipped her mind that this mm-hmm. even happened because she was thinking about so many other things. Yeah, um, and I mean, I, I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she does remember. She just was never going to pay it back to you. I mean, that's right. also a possibility. Uh, but you're right. You have to just. I, well, you have to make the decision. Are you going to keep mm-hmm. hold on to this and continue to hold a grudge against this person for this amount over right. all these years, or are you just going to say, like you said? This is just not a person I would lend money to again, but I'm not going to let this, you know, I'm not going to let this hang over uh, our relationship going forward. Well, and also just hang over her own heart. I mean, hang up because, you know, when you when you hold on to something like this, it is taking up valuable space in your mind as a person who, you know, negative space in your mind, which could be filled with positive things. So I think definitely making a decision. And and creating those boundaries would be good. Um, also, I'm looking back at, at what she said. And she said, I let, you know, my best friend borrowed it from me. I'm wondering also if maybe the um, the terms weren't very clear, Ooh. right? Maybe yes, the best friend, I mean, with communication and especially when you're going through, like you said, grief and a hard time, the communication has to be very clear. Yeah. So she could have saw, seen it as a gift, you know, flat out if the communication wasn't clear. Um, so, I mean, that that also can cause some of the problems whenever the communication is not clear. No, that's 100 percent possible because mm-hmm. I can simply be 100 percent possible. That's a weird thing to put together. Um, that is that's possible. Just, <laughs> that's a very strong possibility that that happened because there's. Okay, I'm very anti-confrontational. I'm mm-hmm. not very direct, and for a lot of things, I'm, I'm trying to get better about being more direct. But my, <laughs> like you're gonna say, yeah, yeah, you I are was, trying to be more. direct. No, I was gonna say, <laughs> except when you give me a number on a scale of one to ten. <laughs> you gave yourself that number. I was just trying to help you out. I was like, oh, that's kind of mean. No, but uh, <laughs> the, the uh, because of my lack of directness, mm-hmm. what ends up happening is. When I'm talking to someone, if especially if it, involve, it would involve money or like talking through details that I wasn't comfortable about mm-hmm. or talking about, I would be very vague to try to not hurt that person's feelings or not to seem like I was being too mean. And in my vagueness, I caused a lot of misunderstanding when we weren't even talking about the same thing anymore. Like they, they thought it was one thing. I thought it was something else. And that's just because I was giving barely any details trying to not make things weird. Is that something you're working on? 
I am. I'm trying to be more direct because I'm like the the more I beat around the bush, I feel like that's like a problematic thing to say. I don't know why. I don't even know what that means. I feel like there's some like hidden meaning behind <laughs> beat around beat, the bush. That I, I don't. We're understand. gonna Google that. We're gonna Google that <laughs> but, when we're done recording because that's, <laughs> that's an old more, saying. There it is. <laughs> I don't feel like anyone's saying that anymore. But the more I tried to be indirect to try to avoid weirdness, mm-hmm. the more confusing I was being. And the more room there was for like misunderstanding and misinterpretation where the two of us were thinking two completely different things. Mm -hmm. So there's a possibility. We don't know that anonymous writer that maybe she was being like she thought she was being clear and saying this is a loan. uh, But maybe the other person took it as, oh, thank you for this support and help this gift to help in this time of grief. And you guys are just missing each other completely. Yeah. And, I, you know, I think that that's where we find ourselves in a lot of awkward money situations. It usually comes down to a miscommunication. Yeah. Yeah. Y- you know, unless there's like someone just outwardly being awkward, kind of like our last episode where <laughs> someone was just like blatantly going to the behind friends backs asking for money. You know, there is sometimes that happens. But most of the times we find ourselves in awkward money situations because of miscommunication um, mm-hmm. and because money is taboo to talk about. People don't want to discuss it. And it makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 But I did have a question for you. So on this, we're talking about borrowing money. Um, what is your philosophy? I'm just curious. I, I think I know what it is when it comes to lending money to friends. Like if I were to come to you today and be like, Chris, I've run out of curly hair products. <laughs> and I need, <laughs> they're very expensive. Please send me $500. So, I mean, you know, I'm joking about that. But no, but seriously, like, if you had a friend who really, I mean, was in a very similar situation or a friend who was in a situation where they, you know, maybe lost their job in the pandemic Mm. and they were having trouble putting food on the table, things like that. What is your kind of belief when it comes to loaning money? When it comes to your situation, I would not help you because I have no sympathy for people with hair. But (laughs) if we're going to... What if it was to to fix my beard? Oh, in that that? case, I'm all... I, I will I will provide you with as much money as you need to get a full luscious beard. Um, but for I think we've maybe talked about this before on the show too. I where think so my policy is I'm just if I'm giving if I'm giving you money I'm giving you money like this mm-hmm. is for you to keep I don't expect you to pay yeah. it back and I will only give what I don't mind never getting back. Mm-hmm. Uh, just yeah. because I don't I don't want to be becoming like a loan shark and like tracking you down like hey right. where's that money I gave you I don't, I don't want to be in that position because I I can't handle that awkwardness mm-hmm. <laughs> of, yeah. of dealing with the situation so yeah for me it's just it has to be a gift uh, if not I'm not giving it type of situation what yeah. about you I think we're, I think we're on the same boat I aren't think, we yeah I, and I do think now that you mentioned I do think that we've discussed this in a previous episode and I'm I'm the same way you know um, I'm. I'm a two on the Enneagram, not a two in my (laughs) anything else, but you know, and, and I love helping, but I also, I love giving gifts. Like it just brings me joy, Mm. right? Like my friend, uh, one of my best friends, Amanda, I was so excited to be able to send her a birthday card with a target gift card, $50 target gift card in it, not expecting anything back for my birthday. It just brings me so much joy to give her a gift. Um, and I, I think the same is true when it comes to just like you know, providing money for people that I love, but having clear boundaries and that I, I expect nothing back in return. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's the safest bet for you, for you as the giver or the, mm-hmm. I guess, loner yeah. in the situation to be a, be a giver instead, if you can. Um, I think <gasps> there are going to be, Oh, 
were you going to uh, say? No, I was just thinking, you know, there's probably people that are put in situations where they want to help, but they can't. And it's hard to find ways to say no. Mm. How do you say yeah. no? You know, you could be put in a situation where financially you want to offer someone $3,000, but you just literally can't do it. And having the words to say no when someone is going through a really hard time and maybe you're just going through an average hard time. <laughs> have it, you know, I mean, do you, doesn't that make sense, right? Yeah. Having, I was just going to oh, Having go the boundaries and the words to say no can be difficult. It can be. Because yeah, I was just going to say, there probably are going to be situations where there's someone you know who is in need mm-hmm. and you really want to help them and you can't. Yeah. Um, I think you just can't put the pressure on yourself to need to be the solution to someone's mm. problem that you can't fix. Oh, I love that. Ooh, and that felt, goes, I felt like I planned that, didn't it? I, it I can't really repeat did. it over what I just said. But. I, it was something about <laughs> being a solution or not being a solution. It was oh. beautiful. It yeah, was, you can't be the solution to a person's problem that you can't fix. Yes, I love it. And it's not your job to fix other people's problems. But I love no. that because I think so often we put ourselves in like this hero mentality. And, you know, we don't all have to be heroes like... That doesn't need to be what our our life is about. So, yeah, I mean, like if, say say we're in the situation because I think from our anonymous writer, they wrote that they were able, at that time they were able to give the money, mm-hmm. yeah. but now they're not in as strong of a financial position. But let's just say that in the situation, the person was not in a position to give this money because I mean, if she wants it back, maybe she was able to give it, but she really wasn't in that strong of a position. Right. Like, it, she didn't have to you know go into debt, but she really could have still used that money having an emergency fund or whatever, something like that. In that situation, maybe you could be the person to help them find ways to cover Mm -hmm. the costs. Like maybe you can help them set up a GoFundMe or Mm -hmm. you can help them in the process of like selling stuff around the house to raise funds, like to do other things that doesn't put you in the Mm -hmm. awkward and tough position of giving money that you ultimately want back. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I think that's a really great way I have, I have nothing left to say. Usually you're the what? one that says that. I, nothing, I know. I think it's great. I think that not allowing the codependency and, and having clear and strong boundaries and great communication will not ultimately keep you from maybe experiencing these types of awkward situations, but will help you navigate them better. That is what we do over on This Is Awkward, and we would love to have you come join us. So I put a link to the podcast in the show notes, or you can just search for This Is Awkward on the app that you're listening to this podcast on right now. We put out episodes twice a month on the first and third Wednesday of every month. So go in, subscribe, and then you'll get a little notification whenever we put out our next episode. And if you'd like to submit your awkward story for a future episode, you can give us a call over at 707-200-8259. Or you can send us a DM on Instagram. Just look for This Is Awkward Podcast. And don't worry, we keep all of our submissions anonymous. Uh, Unless you want us to say your name, (laughs) we can. But we, by default, keep everyone anonymous. Just in case that person that you're having this issue with might be listening (laughs) to that episode. As always, I appreciate you joining me here for, I guess, a slightly awkward bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. And I'll talk to you soon. Your boy keep it poppin' like Mary Poppins.